This is the EVP Podcast. Guess what, guys? It's another episode of the EVP Podcast with your host, Ghosty. And I'm DVO. And I'm Beaker. The famous Beaker. Mm. Squatch, Mr. Squatch Beaker. Ginger Squatch to you, mister. That's right. (laughs) Well, this episode, guys, we are going to talk about a new location that I've never heard of up until recently called... Los Padrinos Juvenile Hall. Sounds not so spooky. Right. Until you hear its nickname. The Devil's Den. The Devil's Den. Whoa. Spooky, right? Well. Well. Yeah, I chose this episode uh, just because this is brand new. Never heard of it. It just opened. (laughs) Yeah, it just opened. So get your tickets now. (laughs) No, so... um, Ghost Adventures just investigated it for, I think this is the first time it's ever been investigated. I looked up, I tried to look up many things. I couldn't find nothing on it besides this episode. Well, yeah, this episode just barely aired like, what, two weeks ago? Last week, yeah. Last week. Last it's week. brand new. Brand spanking new. And it has, We're it's, capitalizing it's on it. Why not? Why not talk about something brand You're new? You're hearing it first. Yeah. Here on right? EVP yeah. Podcast. <laughs> so, apparently this has a lot of shit going down, a lot of kids experience shit there as they serve their time well, and this was a relatively like short-lived juvenile center too because it was like what 1957 1957 and closed just recently in 2019 that's less than 100 years it can't be haunted there's no way like every prison we've talked about so far has been at least 150 it has years to old. be everything's right. been built in the 1800s this is 1957 was it anything before that or was it built specifically for this do you know I have no clue. Neither do I. But I'm guessing because 1957, there probably wasn't much there. So I'm guessing it was a brand new building. My guess. That's what it made, they made it sound like. Yeah. Well, and this wasn't an episode of Ghost Adventures. This was its own two-hour special spinoff. Right, yeah. And they've done that before, like with the Demon House, uh-huh. where he actually ended up tearing it down at the end of the episode, and he still has the stairwell and some of the dirt at his museum there in Vegas. Yes. We've been. I've been multiple twice. times. Yes. So, yeah this this was this seemed really interesting. And Do you remember what this episode was called? The Devil's Den. It was called The Devil's Den. The yeah. Devil's Den. Discovery Plus and Travel Channel. Yeah. Um, are they sponsoring us yet? We need to get them to sponsor us. Yeah, yeah we, we're we trying to get own. that scared and fascinated going. <laughs> yeah. We need them to sponsor us. We can know who we need to talk to is Jack Osborne. He's the man there, it seems like. He's got shit on lock at Travel Channel. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we need to go to. I know somebody that knows somebody. That might know somebody. Kevin Bacon? Six degrees separation. To Jack Osborne. Yeah. yeah. So for sure we can get a hold of him. <laughs> Probably. We'll make it happen. <laughs> Sounds good. Coming soon on Discovery Plus. <laughs> Scared and fascinated. I like it. I'm I'm that's why I subscribed. That's why I subscribed. Um so anyways, this location has a lot of shit going down. There's multiple buildings. And there, there were some deaths. Um, how many deaths were there? Do you know? So that we know of, uh, there, there's been two teens that died there. That they were. Do you call them inmates when they're in jail? Inmates, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so one died in a chokehold from one of the guards. He was acting a fool, and he was put in a chokehold. Uh, another kid went into the infirmary, infirmary, and then just hung himself right there. Then there's two staff members who died. Uh, one, these are, I guess you can call them natural causes. One was brain aneurysm. One was a heart attack. 
So at least there's been four deaths. Did you hear recorded. about the heart attack victim? No. What do you mean? So the ambulance came to get them. Okay. And the the guard that was working the door or whatever oh, was not yeah. allowing the ambulance in That's to right. save that person, the told, guard's life. Told the paramedics no. Because they didn't want to like rile up the kids, right? I don't know. They so they let idea. they let their their coworker pass away. Yeah, they didn't want to like scare the kids, like something might be happening or rile them up, something like that. So they said, no, no, just wait, just wait, wait till lockdown, and then. Or, <laughs> or it was demonic presence <clears throat> keeping the paramedics from coming oh. in, and they let the guard die. Oh, See, this is the stories bom, we need bom, to pitch. Bom. These are the stories we need to pitch the Travel Channel. The brain Plus. aneurysm was caused by a demonic force choking them from bom, the inside. Bom, it was a black bom. mass going into their brain. Black <laughs> ass? What? Black mass in their ass. <laughs> but also, a lot of the guard, uh, the inmates would say. That they would see shadows moving around. They would see shadows in their rooms. Uh, there was a, I don't know, we'll talk a little bit more detail, but there was a, there was a room where there was two satanic rooms. worshiping. There yes, was two rooms. Right, two rooms. Room 20 and room 10. And, and they were using their own, the, the, the inmates were using themselves. their own guard to, to smear blood the, and write. So they were use, yeah, they would, yeah, they would cut themselves and use their own blood to make uh, pentagrams and. Mm-hmm. Other devil. So we'll get into that, but yeah, just these are just some of the things that kind of set up the story of why there might be some because spooky things happening. Satan himself is running this prison for children because <laughs> it's devil's den. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the moment they were they they walk in with a past inmate named Andy, and the moment they walk in, he kind of freaks out. He's all, "This chair has my name on it," and this got this Andy's Andy's chair it says Andy's chair on it. Um, well, real quick, I mean, this this he was in there thirty years ago. This yeah, this guy. He's there so he's, he's, he's a grown adult now, but he former was former gangbanger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, the two guys they brought in, both these previous inmates, they both said before they ever got there, like they do not want to go into any of the buildings. Yeah, and apparently they were able to coax them in. Well, it was funny. They're all, "Do you want to go in?" Yeah, <laughs> they said they don't want to go in. Like but you're, the you're, moment they asked them, "Do you want to go inside?" Well, I think Andy, <laughs> that actually showed them, like, I think they said it took like a half an hour to convince him to go. Oh, through. really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, then Ned, the- Ned, the second one, was just like, yep, I'll do it. Yeah. But the the first guy, like, it literally shows them for like maybe, I mean, it doesn't show the full half hour, but they talk about how it took a lot of convincing to get the did, first guy Andy Did you say where in. this was located? In Downey, California. Yeah. I'm not sure if you said it. No, I did not. Yeah. So there's a lot of gang members there. It's, it's, it's in the Los Angeles With area. Gang members in California? No. In L.A.? No. Yeah. There's no history of crime in Los Angeles <laughs> ever. So uh, one thing I, I forgot to mention, too. Before they walked in with that dude, Andy, uh, they saw a guy walking around inside when they were supposed to be yeah, empty. One of, their, oh, yeah. one of their technicians, Jeff, saw someone walk into the building when there was no one there. Yeah, so let's, let's keep talking about this and Jeff. Keep going. Yes. So they go in to investigate. So they go and check it out. Uh, nobody's in there. But they do uh, later, uh, that Jeff guy, the tech guy, he goes wandering around and ends up in room 20. Yeah, they're all sitting there looking around trying to find this individual that Jeff said he saw. And then next thing they know, Jeff is gone. Yeah, now they're looking for Jeff. Now they're looking for Jeff. (laughs) And they go, they start looking around and they find him in a room and they're talking to him. And then, you know, while they were, when they were first there, the the guard that was showing around told him about the two rooms, 10 and 20, and now the devil worshiping stuff. Uh, when they finally find Jeff and they get him out of the room, they realize and they start freaking out in true Ghost Adventures fashion. <laughs> oh my God, he's in room twenty! Um, and he's like, "I don't know why. I just felt drawn here." 
And so they take his ass outside and Zach sits him down and talks to him and says, you can't go in any of these buildings ever again. I don't want to see you in these buildings. And he's like, all right, I'll stay outside. And they go back to investigating. And they can't find him again. Yeah. He's <laughs> missing again. Well, I think like, while they're investigating is when, uh, is when they, <clears throat> when they heard the, the sound that freaked them all out. Well, oh, so they end up hearing a toilet flush. Yep. So while right after that, they see the chair thing, boom, the toilet flushes by itself. It's a single, it's, it's a row of toilets and only one of them flushes and they're like, they're, they get there right as it's still flushing. Like so, you can see, like they pan the camera quick and there's no time for anyone to like duck and hide. Right. Yeah. And they were. These are like the old fashioned, like there is no motion sensors on these. Yeah, these you literally handled, have to push right. the button on the wall. Oh yeah, it was a push button. That's okay. Yeah, he watched it three times. <laughs> yeah. It's a push button. You have to push the button to get it to flush. There is no motion <laughs> sensor. Or something. Something. Dun dun mm-hmm. dun. But as while they're looking into this, then they start then, thinking they're hearing Jeff's voice again. Yeah. And so, they're like, What the hell? We told him to stay outside. Dagnamit, Jeff. So where do you think he was again? Room nineteen? No, twenty. Oh, dun, yeah. dun dun dun. <laughs> He just kept saying he felt this weird pull to the room, like he needed to be in there for some reason. But but when they look at him, he looks confused. He oh looks, yeah, he's he looks scared. He looks mad. He looks confused. He just, he's like a lot of emotion in his face. Like he, he looks like he's about to cry, but lash out at the same time. Yeah, like he was all confused and like he was feeling other emotions or something. Yeah, he's like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't like it. But he's there. It was very the weird thing very is weird. Is, well, the I I don't know if it was the first time or the second time they got Jeff out of the room. But right as he walked past Zach, Zach just like, it was like a flick of a switch and he just, he gets all, weird. he gets all like angry and gets like right into Jay's face. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that was staged, don't know, couldn't really tell, but it was, it was literally like as Jeff was walking by, Jeff seemed to get fine and Zach, his whole attitude and demeanor just right. changed like instantaneously. And that happened a lot during the show. Yeah, um, it did. It sure did. Uh, then that's when they talked to another uh, former inmate, Ned, and he he spent five years there. Uh, I think Ned he said was the second night. Yeah, they were there for a total of three nights. Two nights they were actually locked down without anybody there. Yeah, so this they they spoke with a few people prior to investigating, but while they were talking to them, they would walk through with them and stuff. And yep. that's so uh, while they were talking to Ned, he talked. Ned talked a lot about like the physical and mental abuse that they the guards would do to them there. Uh, and oh, walk- Andy got sucker punched in the chest. Oh yeah, he talked about. Oh yeah, that's right. He's Andy, acting a fool. Andy was talked about acting like a damn fool in his room, banging and, on the door, and the guard came and, the and guard was like, punched him right square in the chest and knocked the wind out of him. <laughs> like, keep acting up, kid. I kind of thought that was funny. That was funny. I forgot about that. But then, uh, but yeah, Ned talks about the the physical and mental abuse. And as he talks about it, you can tell he's got PTSD from it because yeah, he's like hardcore. He's crying, he's crying, yeah. And and this, you know, he's a, he was and no a one got him ass. a tissue. I was like, why is no way getting this guy a tissue? I don't know. He's got that sleeves. Make he has good sleeves. For TV. <laughs> Dude, um, who carries a box of tissues? But he, he does talk about like seeing uh, spirits in there and oh, seeing hearing like, voices, hearing too. voices oh, telling yeah. him that uh, he belongs to them, that he's like, never going to leave. Oh yeah, yeah. So what I found interesting is when they when they first bring him into the building. He was supposed to take him upstairs to his cell. To where he went. To where yeah. he was actually incarcerated. But and he has to go down in a different hall. Yeah. And, and guess they, where they he They start went. following him. Yeah, I don't know where. Room 20. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, shit. He felt the same thing. He said he was 
drawn to that room that he felt like he needed to be in there for some reason. And he said he started getting all these like flashbacks of uh, stuff that happened in that room. Yeah. But he didn't actually stay in that room. He was actually in room 13. Right. So, yeah, they go to his room and he talks about uh, he's rem- remembering all the voices. You can tell he's he's reliving all that again. And he talks about the voices telling him he's never going to leave. He belongs to them. And he would see shadows in his room at he's, night. He wouldn't want to sleep. No, he didn't. He said he spent a lot of time praying in that room because he was so scared. And he said he was actually drawn to the back half of the room where the window was. And he didn't realize it when he was younger. But he thinks the reason why is the church was literally right behind that wall. It was, it was. I mean, he had, a little, was. he had a little courtyard and then the church is right there. Right. Um, so, yeah, he feels like. This is the, well, they called it the NSU building. Uh, this is the building where, like, they kind of put people that they were worried that was going to harm themselves. The shoe. The shoe. S H U. S H U. Yeah. Yeah. Shoe. Can't remember what it stands for, but it was, it was the building where they they like the suicide. It was the bad kids. The specialized housing unit. Something like yeah. that. Spe- yeah. 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 Something yeah. like that. Special. I watch a lot unit. of prison shows. You of course. <laughs> but it's where they put like the the people that they were afraid like they were on suicide watch or yeah. they were just the, really the unruly Hurt themselves. ones. Yes. Oh. Or they were hurting other inmates. They yeah, to seclude them. They're the real hard asses. Um, and then they ended up speaking with another uh, person who volunteered there back in the 80s. And she would talk to the female inmates as like a counselor type person. And she said there was a guard. Some creepers. But, yeah. yeah. The pervert guard. There was a group of girls who talked about a guard that would go watch them shower. Like how creepy is that? Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's that has anything to do with... Because uh, she thinks it has to do, oh, maybe the spirits were possessing the guards to do bad stuff. No, it's just mm, them yeah. being purged. Yeah, they're purged. Nope, they're it just... was ghosts. It was the demons. <laughs> they're hurting inmates. They're watching women shower. Is it just not just women? It, they're kids. They're they're True, teenage you're right, girls. You're right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, he's a prevert because it's a juvie. Yeah, that's right. Juvenile. So yeah, that's gross as shit. Uh, so she talks about that, um, and that's really all she. She didn't talk about much spirit stuff happening. That's really all she mentioned. But uh, the next day was when they were going to do the lockdown. And that morning, Zach said he woke up. He said he felt affected from speaking with Ned. That that was like one of the most uh, emotional interviews he's ever had. And when he woke up that next day, he had marks on his shoulders, like scratch marks, like handprint marks. Yeah. And he thinks he was affected by that place. What do you guys think? Possible. Think he was scratching himself at, in the sleep? Mm, or after he woke up. Right? <laughs> you think he did it to Three himself? scratch marks on the right shoulder, one on the left. Yeah. It's possible. He woke up, he's Scratch like groggy, he's scratching his shoulders. You need to do that. You wake up, you have an yeah. itch. And then you look in the mirror, what happened to me? Oh, I was. <laughs> That's also very possible. I was yeah. touched by a demon. That um, should be the name of a show instead of Touched by an Angel. Touched, touched by, by a Demon. demon. <laughs> All about Travel Channel. Just every plush listening. We've got we've got the names of shows. Yeah, you guys love the word demon there. Scared and Fascinated or Touched, touched by, by a Demon. demon. <laughs> oh, uh, before they do the lockdown the next day, they end up reviewing the interviews and find some EVPs. And on those EVPs, you want to pull those up real quick? I could. And yeah, these these ones were were full sentences. Yeah, these are crazy. Well, one full sentence. The other one's just. Oh, I guess yeah, yeah, two full sentences. We'll see. Yeah. Let's see. 
What am I doing? So I think this first one is while they were talking to Andy. I think both of them while while they were talking to Andy. Yeah, both of these were while they were, while they were talking to Andy and... Former inmate. Um, yeah. Do, do, do. Let's turn on sound. Hold on one second. So this is while they're talking to Andy. They think they hear... I, I, Billy was reviewing the audio. And they think they... This is what... The, this will play twice. So I'm going to hit play now and uh, we'll just run through this real quick. Is your volume all the way up? I don't know. Yep. Okay. I'll do it one more time. Okay, that's the first one. I hear nothing. I, I, that one's really hard to hear, but I, in the show I could hear it really good. Okay, so we played that, th- what, three times now? So yeah. basically six times. Um... They think it says pain and misery. Yeah. And it's one of those for me, like when I first watched it, it's kind of what we talked about last week. I didn't hear what it said until they said what they thought it said. And then that's all I could hear. Brainstorm. Green needle. <laughs> Play it again. Then now you said, so what did, you, what did pain they say? And misery. Pain, and, pain and misery. I can hear it. I can hear it. So there's some crackles before, and then this pain. It's really, and it's really quiet. I'd say this is probably like a possible class C, maybe a B. But this other one, I like this other one. This it's one. like a full sentence here, and this again, it's gonna play twice. Yeah, and um, this one, this is two sentences. So here we go. That's the right one. No, I don't think so. Nope, that was the right one. Was it? Hold on, one more time. Oh, there's no sound. That sounds like the same one. That sounds like that's, that's the same misery, one. Yeah. What am I? What I don't know, did I do? The same you. one twice. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you did. Son of a biscuit. <laughs> no, they're different. Okay. Yeah, play that one again. I, that one. So this one is supposed to be two sentences. So that one says, I live here. I did suffer pain. I'm having a hard time hearing it now. I mean, I heard it. I'm really going to pull it up on Discovery Plus because what I did was screen recorded it. Um, All right, well, you did that. There's a, there was a part where where Jay is in the bathrooms and he's kind of by himself, and he's recording and he he catches a shadow in a picture earlier. It looks it looks more like misty, I guess. Yeah. So while they're do- reviewing this, they also had that picture, and in that picture, um, they show it. Side by side with a with the same, it's on the same camera, mm-hmm. same picture, same everything. It's just in one picture, that's everything's normal, and in another by a urinal, there's like a black mass. It's just a dark. It's a dark mass that it's not. 
giving off a shadow or anything, but it's just weird that it's sitting there. Yeah, but then but then he hears a, a clanging noise, like a metal pipe clanging noise, which you shouldn't hear. He gets freaked out and runs away, and he Zach, runs back. Yeah. yeah. So the pictures were taken the first night, right? Yeah. And then so he's investigating the second night, and he hears it. It's two taps. Yeah. Yeah. And ding yeah. ding, and he. It's the weirdest run I've ever seen. <laughs> it looked like some but, shit out of a cartoon. Granted, he, he, he's, 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 he has equipment, so I'll, I'll give him that. He's got some uh, equipment. Uh, yeah. Like the way he's like, I swear to God, it was like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, Day. that's exactly what I pictured. Like, which way did he go, man? Like, I don't... It's terrible. So terrible. He, he ran towards Zach, but uh, Zach, he was in another room recording, and he hears two taps on a window behind him. Well, this is afterwards. Yeah. Like, I thought that was... Well, no, because no, he mentioned... He mentioned that he heard the two taps. Zach actually sent him back to the bathroom, and that's when Zach heard the taps uh, okay. on the window. Right. Okay, got it, got it. So Zach was actually in the room with the door closed, mm-hmm. and that's when Jay comes running down the hall, tells him what happened. Zach's like, okay, leave the door open, because I want to see if it happens again, and I wanted to see if I can hear it. So they leave the door open to the room, and Jay sends, goes back. sends Jay de- back down the hallway by himself. That's when Zach hears two taps on the window behind him. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. And that's, I mean, to me, those those taps, those are legit. Because you can see clearly, like, Jay's the only one in the bathroom. Right. Zach is for sure the only person in that jail cell. And, like, you just hear the two taps on the window. And there's, I mean, this is like the third floor. There's right. no way that there's someone outside tapping on this window. <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or someone's, like, hiding behind the walls tapping on the pipes. You know? I might have. This sounds like metal. All right, go ahead. You got the EVPs. Hold on. Yeah, that one I can hear. I can hear that one way it one better. Time. Okay. So that one I can hear. Now, that one they said, I live here. I did suffer pain. I hear syllables. I, ca- I cannot make out anything. And for me, again, it's like I didn't hear what they said it said until they said it. Mm-hmm. I would have never caught that. I would have never caught that as an EVP. <laughs> that's, that's some good ears. Yes. Uh, so anyways, the next day they do the lockdown. And before they start the lockdown again, they see Zach says he saw somebody walking in there with a flashlight. And nobody's supposed to be inside. So they go in looking again and don't. Is that Jeff again? Yeah, no, Jeff, goddammit. Damn it, Jeff. We're totally <laughs> skipping the whole part where they all got angry at each other and Billy was gonna choke Aaron with a plastic bag and Oh, that's later. That was this that was right after Jay went back to the bathroom. That's the second that's the first lockdown night. Oh yeah, that was the end of the night. That was the end of the first night. Yeah, that was the end of the first lockdown. We we just were talking about the first night. We we're talking about the beginning of the first night. Okay. Yeah, you're talking about the end of the first night already. Oh, it sounded like you were skipping to the th- the second lockdown night. No, I was talking about the first night. You said the second yeah, night. He said, well, you he said the second lockdown night, so I'm no, like, hold okay. up. Sorry Pump about the that. brakes. I meant the second night that they did the lockdown. The first lockdown night. The yeah. second night. The second night is the night they did the lockdown. So okay. on the second night, they did the lockdown. First night was interviews. First night was interviews. And yelling second, at Jeff. second night was the first lockdown. Yeah. Yes. God the, damn it, Jeff. And then the second night was the lockdown first one. lockdown. Yes. And uh, and that one they did uh, buildings C and D and the shoe building. And uh, 
see the first thing they yeah they so they see a guy walking in with a flashlight so they go in looking around can't find anybody Jeff's where he's supposed to be so, <laughs> so we're not yelling Jeff at wasn't Jeff. there the second night <laughs> yeah good <laughs> he's where he's so we've supposed already to be. been talking about the second night the whole the tapping on the the uh, window and the bars and all that that's right. all the second night yeah. right yeah so, I know that already first got spoken, spoken that's about. the first lockdown yeah. yes um and then uh so that's they one. heard a growl they, there was a growl that was heard. Uh, this and was then, Billy and Aaron in C&D, right? This is Jay. Jay heard a growl. Okay. And then Aaron and Billy are using the ITC. And then that's uh, – Aaron's getting frustrated with Billy. Because as he's trying to use it, Billy keeps saying things. Oh, he talking. keeps talking before it can, like, respond. And so Aaron's like, shut up. It's working. You just keep talking. Just shut up. And, and then, then the ITC says, shut up. <laughs> like, keep in mind, this is all – This is Aaron and Billy are in C&D. By themselves, yeah. By themselves while Zach and Jay were in the, the shoe, shoe building. building. So the, the tapping on the windows and that was happening simultaneously as this Aaron yelling at Billy, telling him to shut up, and then the spirit box telling Billy to shut up. <laughs> and then that was funny. Billy, like his well, – ri- Maybe we should find that. I could probably find that. Okay. So, just make a clip and post that one. That was funny. So, uh, if possible, if not. So, okay. well, yeah, it's possible. Just oh, keep talking about. Um, so, so you know, he yells at him, tells him to shut up. Billy responds with anger by dropping his camera and balling his hand up it's into like, a fist. No, you shut up. I'm going to fight you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then they have like a really calm conversation. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I I just got so mad at you. Me too. I was so mad. And I don't know it's why. It's this place, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe been on the road together too long. I don't know. <laughs> now we got some pent up aggression. We want to yell at each other about. <laughs> we want to duke it out. So, <laughs> so yeah. So so Aaron and and Billy have that little spat, and they oh, kind of talk about it while they're doing that. Jay finds Zach, and Zach's kind of sitting on the ground, being all weird, and then he starts acting like he's like possessed or something and he gets in jay's well, he's face like really weak yeah he's like yeah I can't. but then he starts getting in jay's face i, don't know. I can't jay's. move i can't move i can't move yeah something won't let me move man <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you kind of see them have that interaction but then billy and aaron go back to headquarters yeah and they see the moment when when zach's all in jay's face yeah so it looks like he's about to beat him yeah but he's not yeah he's just like He's just Jay. standing in his face. He's like, he's like, it's me, uh, your friend, Jay. I know. I can't move. They won't let me. Yeah, so he's, he's kind of just leaning on Jay, really. He's not, it, I mean, it does look like he's like in his face about to yell at him because we've seen Zach do that. But really, he's just he's kind of leaning on him, leaning on the wall, leaning on Jay like, man, Jay. And then and the comedy ensues. <laughs> the comedy ensues. But then they all regroup and then they decide to, I think Zach, has the idea let's all go to room 20 let's all go to room 20 and make out <laughs> i just kept saying 20 20 20 oh i think i found it 20 minutes in paradise Actually, everybody this is, this is what billy and aaron over the oh, itc hold on oh. so yeah he's like 20 20 uh, we all got to go to 20 and when they first like came in like they opened the door to the hallway and they were like billy just like freezes on the stairs like he's afraid of something and aaron's like hey you guys okay and he's like don't come up here or some shit like We're that. We're making out. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't come up here. Well, Aaron's, well, I don't know what Aaron's talking about. Aaron's just, just talking, and then Billy's got this plastic bag. He's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choke this guy out. Yeah, there just happens to be a plastic bag with, like, pillows and stuff in it. And he's, like, unwinding it and, like, tying just, it up into a knot. Twisting it all up. He's like, I'm going to strangle Aaron right now. 
Okay, hold on. I'm almost there. Put it right in front of the mic. No, because it's not there. Don't tell me what oh. to do. <laughs> You're holding it up to the mic. <laughs> well, I'm trying to make sure I'm in the right place, okay. man. Uh, so yeah, Billy, Billy's thinking about choking out Aaron. I don't know what Aaron's saying. Makes this make him so angry? But well, Zach and Aaron are arguing. They're arguing about like, oh, oh, that's why right. don't you have more equipment? He's like, I, just, I don't have the obelisk. Oh, poor excuse. Oh yeah, yeah they're, they're they're fighting over stupid shit. Like, you need more equipment. You need more equipment. I don't have equipment. Well, let's you, you go get some then. And Billy's like, I'm gonna choke this bitch out because well, he doesn't have equipment. <laughs> Jay's so, like, I don't quiet. know what's going on. <laughs> Billy's just quiet, just twisting this bag up in a, <laughs> into a rope. <laughs> The best part of the night, though, is like afterwards, all of a sudden they just like they all just kind of go their own way, and then they talk about how they're all so angry at each other, and they're like in fight or flight mode, and they want to fight each other. And I, I swear to God, the the funniest thing ever you'll ever see in any of these ghost hunting shows is out of the corner of the camera, you slowly start seeing this chair appear in the view of the camera. Oh, yes. <laughs> so Zach is, like, walking down the hall with a with fucking a chair. plastic chair. Like, he's going to fight somebody with it. It reminded me of, uh, who's hunting Bugs Bunny? Elmer Fudd. <laughs> he's like, you just see him walk into frame with a shotgun, right, looking for Bugs Bunny. And that's Zach. He just walks slowly into frame with a chair to, like, protect himself or whatever. <laughs> or how about when he just lunges out, he just starts running down the hall. Oh, yeah. And he scares one of the tech people as well she almost has a heart attack she's like oh my gosh he just started running and scared me it was kind of funny oh my god well i mean talking about i know we're kind of making fun of these guys acting like this what do you think do you, th- do you think it's an act for the show or do you think something's like really affecting them where they're getting angry and just every little thing is being said they're just like oh my gosh i think they overact things more than what is happening. So when you say overact, are you saying that they, you think they are being affected, but they're just kind of playing it a little bit extra no, for the camera? Well, yeah. I think they might have like pick up on some feelings or some energy in the room, and they are like kind of playing it out, like overdoing it big time. Okay. Because nobody does that on investigations. <laughs> okay, I think I found it. Here we go. This only took me an hour. You just won't shut up. It just told you to shut up. Did you hear that? <laughs> My volume was not all the way up. Um, but because you can hear Aaron, like he's he's like, dude, it's talking. Just shut up. And then it tells, it also shut says up. shut up. And he goes like, see, you just you just better <laughs> shut. Like he he's like seems so validated. Like yeah, just shut the hell up, man. Well, now it's, that I realize my volume was all the way down, let's, let's I'm gonna go back to those other two. If, if that's EVPs, right. yeah. Okay. Remember when I asked if your volume was all the way up? Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. You're smart. I'm not. Okay, here we go. Now that's really loud. So that one says peas and gravy. Peas and gravy, okay. <laughs> and then here's the other but one. But what, what was that one, though? That I, was the pain and suffering. I, I, I hear nothing. Me. And then I'll, the other one. This is the other one. Yeah. 
That was the I did live here. I did suffer pain. The thing is, I, I definitely hear voices. I, I hear the syllables. I hear the, the it's the one voice talking. I can hear all that. The problem for me is I just can't make it out. Yes, yeah, which you know is because they're amp- they're amplifying white noise of of you know of of a spirit, you know, of a talking spirit. Yeah. So on the what would you do if you saw Zach coming at you with a plastic chair? I'd be like, oh, I'd love a seat. Thank you. Put it down right here, please. <laughs> I'd be like. Zach, finally, you come to get a, get on the show with us. You brought your own chair. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much the end of the first lockdown night. Yeah. So the second lockdown night, they did uh, the J building, the administration building, and the infirmary. And uh, this one, the they had these 360 motion cameras set up, and they start going off, like, right off the bat. So to start off with... They send Jay into the Jay building by himself. Yep. And the weird thing about the... As should, Jay goes to the Jay building. (laughs) The weird thing about the Jay building is it's the only building that has its own wall around it. What do you mean its own wall around it? Uh, There's four walls around the Jay building. Oh. It's separate from the rest of the the prison. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. So everything's got shares like the same common area. The J building is literally walled up by itself. It's the only thing inside so those walls. So separated. Yep. It's separated. Okay. So the only building with walls around it, like a wall around the building. Jay goes in it by himself. While the other three go to the infirmary and the, I don't think they actually went in the administrative office. I think they all just went straight to the infirmary. Yeah. I don't remember much of anything. Or maybe they just cut it out because nothing happened. Probably. Probably. So, uh, Zach's trying to communicate with something so the 360 cameras keep the something is motioning them off and there was a time where zach is trying to communicate he's talking to something down the hall and it's go, it goes off down the hall again well, the way it seems like this camera works it is if it, yeah it's like when you say 360 if it senses motion it's supposed to turn and follow that motion and before they even oh. got in there when they were still out at base camp getting their gear and everything ready zach's little wristwatch kept going off saying that the mo- one of the motion sensors was detecting motion and the oh. camera, you, like you hear something tap. tap on the camera, and then the camera starts moving. Yeah, you hear a tap, tap. The same taps you heard on the it was, window. It was one tap, but you hear this tap, and then it starts moving. Oh, it was one. It was just one tap. Damn, damn it, damn it, damn it! I, I was know. hoping for some synchronicity. There was two taps. Out. There was two taps. The same two taps in the other buildings. <laughs> yes, everything was two taps. Yes, two taps, <laughs> not three. Oh, if it was so a demon, it would be three. Then they do this other thing where they had this lit up uh, ball, and they it, so it lights up, and they uh, Aaron rolled it down the hallway. It seems like it's a it's a it lights up while it's rolling. motion activated. Yeah, so once, once it stops, it doesn't. Well, yeah, it's one of those. It's, I think if you hit it, it will just light up for a certain amount of time, and then it will stop. Yeah. And this was where the motion sensor that was going off on the wristwatch when they were outside. This is where they're at. Is where that yeah. motion sensor was set up. So down that hallway. He has that ball. He kind of shakes it up. Somewhat long hallway. Yeah. And he rolls it down the middle of the hall. And you see the ball because it's all lit up on the camera. And it goes straight down the hallway. Did they say how long it went, roughly? uh, Not really, but it's a long-ass hallway. And you see it go down the middle of the hallway, and then the lights stop. Right. And it stops right in the middle, right where, where, where you see it go. And then they go to retrieve it, and the ball's not there. And they're like, what the hell? It disappeared. So they look for it, and it's in the room next to them, and it did like it did like a ninety degree turn into that room, and it's like right in the middle of the floor. Yeah, and so they're just like, "What the shit?" Okay, that's weird. How the hell does this happen? Because you've seen it roll straight down, 
it stops, the light stop, but you see where it stops right in the middle of the hallway. But then they go to get it, and it's 90 degrees to either side, right or left, but in a, right. in a room. It, it seemed like it stopped naturally, right? Like just the momentum yeah. slowed down. Yeah, and just like it slowed it down and came to a stop right in the middle of the hall. Well, they're saying that it vanished, but to me it looked like it just, because I've seen those balls before. It's, you hit it, and then it blinks for X amount of time. You go to arcade, you have enough tickets, you can get one of these balls. Yeah, <laughs> it, so it blinks for a certain amount of time, and then it stops blinking unless you hit it again. And to me, that's what it looked like happened, is it just stopped blinking because it reached the time limit. And yeah. they're like, it, van- it disappeared. It well, vanished. They, no, they said it disappeared because they went to get it, and it wasn't in the middle of the hall. Not that the lights stopped. I don't think they meant it literally vanished yeah. right thin air. When they're first showing it on the episode, when the light stopped, they're like, you see the ball vanish before oh, they went nah. looking for it. And then they go down to look for it. That's when Aaron starts freaking out. He's like, the ball is gone. So it's like the after, uh, you know, the narration that they do afterwards. Oh. Like you can see the ball vanish. It didn't. It, to me, it looked like it, it just, just looks like the the light stopped. Yeah. Who's to say Aaron didn't go down there and just like gently nudge it into the other room? Mm. No, he they, didn't. They, you can no. clearly see he didn't. See it, but, you can see it, everything, and then no, they try one, to reenact it. They try to redo it. They, they had a left. second ball actually. They rolled the second ball down, and you see it just go straight past the room. So who's to say he re- rolled it the same strength? I don't know, but I'm Before not to, denying to the turn. fact that this this literally just should have still been in the hallway. Yeah, like you would have seen this. You know, I mean. Science, if the light was man. still going, you would have seen it turn and go down the room. But the light did stop. But there's no way that this should have gone, like you said, 90 degrees into a, a room. room. Yeah. Like, there was no curve on it. Like, it, it was, it's not a bowling ball. Right. If it was curving to a side and then you see, if you were to see the light kind of curve to one side uh-huh. and lean to one side of the wall and it was on in a room there, that would totally make sense. But it went straight down the middle. So... That, that well, part. it's like a bowling ball. When you throw it off to like the side on the gutter and you've got that spin on it, you'll see that spin start happening towards the end. This was still just going straight. Exactly. So I honestly I can't explain this one. I have no idea how the hell it ended yeah, up. Yeah, that was room. that that was really cool. I like how that it was. Yeah. Um, and then they ended up the, the the motion cameras kept going off. Then uh, they ended up seeing a blue mist down one of the halls as well. If you remember that. And when they see that blue mist, that's when Aaron starts saying he starts feeling all weird, and he uh, he says he can taste like menthol, and yeah. then he like freaked out because he said he felt like somebody ran up on yeah. him. Yeah. Well, before that, before he started saying the menthol, he said it felt like something went through him and around the corner. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then he felt the men started t- saying he tasted the menthol, and then he felt like it was someone up right behind him. Yes. Uh, yeah, he felt like somebody walked up behind him, and then, yeah, he talks about the menthol. I don't know what that has to do with anything though. Um, cause cigarettes, well, yeah, but what that had to do with, you know, there's no stories that go along with menthols or anything like that. No, it's just not a flavor that you're just going to na- right. just have in your mouth all the yeah, time. Yeah. It's just strange that that, that was smoking. cool that he was just uh, experiencing that. Well, I mean, cough drops have like a menthol this is true. taste as well. Maybe he had a little bit of a sniffles. <laughs> he was eating some halls. And then, uh, Jay being the Jay building, he was playing with the ovulus and he was, they captured a light anomaly, but then, he, but he was also getting some uh, intelligent responses on that. Do you remember what he was getting? Yeah, the ones that I like, some of them can tell. But the ones I like is, he asked, "Was it scary?" And here was a response of yes. And then he asked, "What happened to you?" And then what came through was beat, like as in I was beat. Mm-hmm. And then not, asked not for the, a, not, not the red root that grows out of the ground. <laughs> then he asked for a hug. Oh yeah, and then it said hug. 
Oh, yeah. And then right after that, there was like a loud noise. But I just said it by itself, right? I just said hug. Yeah. yeah no I just word. said hug. Uh, but then it sounded like something like something loud fell or something loud slapped something. But there was like a really loud noise. And they don't know where it came from. Yeah, they checked all they, the cameras. They, they had Jay had three separate cameras set up in that building, and they couldn't pinpoint where the noise came from. Keep in mind, he's supposed to be in this building by himself. Right. The other three are across the damn right. Uh, in the main grounds building. in the in the infirmary. So yeah, when this noise happened, yeah, it makes. Now, no was sense. it this night or was it the first night where Jay felt like because he had the harness on, or not Jay? Uh, Aaron, they had the harness on, and he said it felt like someone grabbed the harness and tried to pull it up on it. Oh, I think it was this night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was when he was saying he tasted the menthol and like he said someone came up yeah. behind him. He said it felt like someone grabbed his harness and started pulling up on it. Yeah. Yeah, there was something. I want to say it was that night. Yeah. Those jokesters. Ghost. <laughs> We're going to go with that. It was that night. I like that. Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> um, and then what else happened? Oh, Zach was mapping bodies on the SLS camera. And it looked like it was laying on the floor next to the toilet. Yeah, that's the, what he said. The it was. <laughs> they were in the room where the the inmate hung themselves. Yes, and but when they were using the they were it was kind of like a spirit box, but they had the APF processor on it, which kind of makes it it eliminates the white noise so much that all you hear really are the voices that come through. And what they got was they got a woman's voice coming through, and on that one, uh, they asked. I can't remember what they asked, but they heard the woman say, I'm afraid. And then, uh, I think that was really it. I think that was, that was it on that. And then, and then that's when the crazy thing happens with, uh, with the radio. Yeah. They go outside and Zach is explaining how he's emotional. Like at one point he laid down on a bench and he just said like everything hurt. Like he wasn't, feeling that anxiety or that anger that he was feeling this, the first lockdown night uh, where they all started trying to kill each other with chairs. Um, he said he just felt like tired. He didn't feel himself. And he's sitting there talking, explaining to this. And Billy just goes, he's like, hey, just grab the radio. Grab the, we need the radio. Jay's going to call us. And Zach seems like, he gets this, so pissed. He, seemed, <laughs> he, gets le- so he, pissed. he legitimately seemed upset. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's like oh, sure. Zach's okay, out stop here. Stop everything, because Billy has a he has like, a thought. <laughs> Zach, Zach is trying to explain what's going on. We need to stop because Billy thinks he's psychic all of a sudden. And then, like, he even picked up the radio and threw it across the table. And then, as like Zach is freaking out on Billy, you hear Jay on the radio go, "Zach, Aaron, Billy, guys, I need help." Yeah. And then they go find him. Well, then, well, they freak out first because like, oh shit! Then, oh, how did you all, know? How shut did up you and know? answer the damn radio, Zach. <laughs> Billy throws his hands up like, I told you, bitches. Yeah. yeah. Like, I told you. What, this shit happens, okay? <laughs> that, that one was actually pretty cool. Yeah. If that one wasn't staged, that was that was cool. <laughs> it was a little over-exaggerated. It, it, was, it was a little over-exaggerated. So it's hard, it's hard to say. But it, if, it, if it was real, it was pretty cool. Right. So they go find Jay. And he's like. He's having he's, a little tantrum in the floor. <laughs> yeah. He's taking the bed off of, like, the mattress the off mattress. of one of the beds. Throwing it on the floor, and he's like laying near the mattress. He's like standing in the bed, kicking it, laying but on the before, floor. Yeah, before Fetal that, position. They, they went and reviewed the camera, and I guess he like climbed up on the bed and started pounding on the ceiling. And then that's when he kicked the mattress off and then went and laid down next to it and then called for help. <laughs> yeah. And then when they brought him outside, he just he was dazed and confused the rest of the night. Yeah. This place is evil. And then. What do you think, real quick? Do you think. Um, Something, again, is in there affecting him. Do you think just being in a dark room 
and you just kind of you kind of lose your uh, you know equilibrium of like where you're at. Do you think that plays a factor into it? Or like, what do you guys think about that? I think you're right. I think that played a huge factor because we've talked about in other episodes uh, where people have literally gone insane from being in the dark, not being able yeah. to see or hear things. So he, he's in this building all by himself. There's right. nobody else there. He's pitch black. Pitch black. No lights on. Nothing. Uh, I, maybe he did go a little bit crazy. Maybe he's being influenced. I mean, he's only in there for like 10 minutes. I mean, it was probably like all night. <laughs> yeah, but. it's probably a few hours. But I mean, still, I mean, if you spent maybe five days in there, yeah. But, <laughs> but still, like, okay, so next time, next time you're on an investigation, I'm going to stick you in a dark room by yourself. Like, they even do this at Asylum 49, right? Or they used to. They had the one room where they stuck you in. It was a small room. Where they'd grab you from your group and they'd put you in this small dark room by yourself. No lights, no sound, nothing. Like, I don't know how long it actually takes before you start feeling uneasy or nervous before. I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're not going to go completely insane in just a matter of hours. But it is possible that, I don't know, maybe his mind was starting to play tricks on him. Maybe he's being influenced. I don't know. He could be getting influenced. But... I don't know. Uh, I do think they do a lot of acting. I do. I do think they do a lot of acting. Um, Because it makes the show entertaining. The last thing that they end up getting uh, was on the flare camera. They do see like a head and shoulder, like an upper torso, and it gives off a cold signature. And and it was really uh, zoomed in on and everything, but they were able to see something that was not supposed to be there. But, yeah, that was on the flare camera. That was the last thing, really. Yeah, it was. But they got a lot of stuff for the first time this place being investigated. Yeah, and just as a reminder, every episode we try to do, like, research, right? We try to look up different websites or YouTube videos or just anything we can find out about a location. This was its own little spinoff series that the Ghost Adventures did. So there's not much to research at all. So this whole episode that we're doing right now is based off of their investigation, kind of what we think about it. So... So if it sounds like, well, you're just reviewing Ghost Adventures. Yeah, kind of. Because well, that's, that's really the only place all that we done. have to But it's very interesting that they did a two-hour special on just this location. And it's the first one that we can find that's ever been investigated. It's only been shut down for three years. I mean, I found news articles explaining why it shut down with all the violence and everything that was going on right. there. But as far as, like, a real history on this building, I couldn't find anything. I was able to find one YouTube video where a former inmate was talking about how Los Padrinos changed his life for the better because he, he was locked down you know he was, in, he was getting in trouble he was locked down in there he went there and it kind of reformed him which is the purpose of these things right it's to, it's to reform people like hey you don't want to hang out here like jay's a good example of why you don't want to be locked up in shoe it's it, you're gonna go crazy in just a couple hours imagine being there for five days you don't want to go there so um anyway, i, I found this video there. and and this kid was like yeah it changed my life for the better now i want to be like a motivational speaker and talk to kids and Things like that. So that, that's just one example of an interview I found. But that was the only one that I could find. Yeah, I didn't find anything else either. So, But, yeah, that was uh, our our thoughts on uh, Los Padrinos. Um, I think there's there's spirits in there for sure. Oh, and yeah. Now that it's been abandoned for three years, it's, it's more likely that it's abandoned. It's quiet. There's no wrestling or rustling around in there. It's more likely that more spirits that will just kind of wander in. They're like, oh, this is kind of quiet and good place for me to hang out in. So there's probably some already there. So some transient spirits walking. I mean, the place doesn't have to be abandoned for it to be haunted. Yeah. 
I think it's just more likely, as I'm saying, because it's kind of, it's just quiet. It's just a place for them to just come like, hey, I'm just hanging out here. I don't know where I'm going. It's just a nice, quiet place for me to hang out at. And there's other spirits around here. But going back to room 20 and like the devil worshiping and the, you know, spilling of the blood and pentagrams, that definitely has to open up something in there, too, at some point. I mean, you hear, you hear the kids talking about how they see shadows moving around and they would hear, like Ned said, they were in my room. These spirits these, or these shadows were in my room talking to me. Yeah, and the guard said that he would see uh, or that Didn't other inmates they... would talk about uh, spirits all the time. Yeah, well, and they thought they saw like one of the other guards walking around, even though he wasn't like even working that day. Yeah, yeah, they thought they thought they would see other people, like like what Zach saw. He saw two times where he saw somebody walking yeah. around. Um, and then uh, what else? Was, I can't remember what else was there. Yeah, de- definitely some spirits there. Definitely, it's definitely haunted. I mean, they don't do any investigations there. It's just you know. I wonder if they will now. I wonder if they if it's gonna bring in some revenue for whoever owns the property. Well, I thought I saw some article where they were trying to like reopen it for something else, but haunted house. Yeah, no, like a ref- it's kind of similar, but not a prison. Just like somewhere for kids. I don't know. It's on their website. Okay. I didn't really read too much into it because I was looking for haunted. Like scary stories about it, not what they wanted to become. So I was like, "Oh, I don't want this." And I closed the website. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the prisons definitely haunted. Like, I've investigated a prison, actually two prisons, and it, the energy is so dark, so negative in prisons. Like, there's no doubt in my mind this place is haunted. To the extent they said, I don't know. I would love to check it out myself. I don't know if I'll ever be able to, but yeah, definitely haunted for sure. Yeah. All right, well, hey, just real quick, you guys can follow us on evp.pod on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're there. You can find us there. Uh, and if you guys are enjoying the podcast, enjoy our research that we do, the best thing you can do is subscribe to it, follow us, tell your friends and family about it. And if you're looking for gear to investigate, if you want to start investigating yourself, on our social medias, there is a link for our uh, affiliate to gostop.com. That's where we buy all of our equipment. Go check it out. That thanks to our sponsor, Go Stop. All right, everybody. Go see, don't play that. Peace out, butterflies. Welcome to Los Pachinos. Lockdown, witches. This is the EVP Podcast. <laughs>